Welcome back to the Mostly Moshe and Sometimes Stan podcast. I'm back with Stan today. <laughs> and today we're having a conversation about more current events type things and a bit of a philosophical question and answer session about uh, an article that we read today. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the article? What was what were we reading about today? We're reading about Sesame Street. <laughs> Sesame Street. And it's not. It's not really about Sesame Street. It's like the behind, the backbone, why the show exists today. Right, and kind of things that they're doing now that are a little bit different, right? Yeah, well, they didn't think about it doing the past. So, what was the main, the main point of the article? What was it? What was it talking about? How new characters are coming to introduce new um, tragics that are happening in the world and try to kids to understand what's happening and try to process it in an appropriate way. Right. <coughs> so the show for a long time, you know, it's been around since the 60s, late 60s, right, um, has been trying to incorporate new characters that show kind of a new perspective on different things as well. But I think when the show opened was not really like what it is today. Like when it opened to have like the normal characters didn't talk about more things the more traumatic. I think over time the show shift into what's in it today. So what was the new character that they mentioned? Carly. <coughs> and what is her like what m- sets her apart? What distinguishes her from other characters? She's a foster character. Oh, okay. And so what does that exactly mean? She doesn't. Her parents are probably not, not able to take care of her anymore. So, they have to have other parents take her in. Right. So they're trying to show that, okay, not everyone comes from the same experience, right? Not everyone yeah. has the same situation growing up, and that doesn't make it. You know, <laughs> it makes you different in a good way, right? Yeah. You get a lot of different perspectives, right? <coughs> So I guess to get into some of the more the bigger questions that are sitting around here, um, how do you think that a show like Sesame Street or, you know, there's a lot of children's shows, Arthur, for instance, how do you think they affect the way that kids think about the world? I think it's opening up the kids into different different issues that we're having today and I want for them to realize their issues and for them to understand about it, not to f- freak out. Freak out, yeah. <laughs> well, but do you think that it actually, because, I mean, you've recently left your childhood behind, but you, or, you know, you remember it well, I'm sure. So do you think that at growing up, you feel like those shows had any kind of impact on you or the way that you saw things? I don't really watch so much TV. I don't really remember it, but like, it probably did somehow in some way. I act today, right? Like maybe, I don't maybe really you don't even notice it, right? Maybe it's something that you've a little bit taken for granted. I think like the shows, like the shows when you're like PBS, those are real good shows, and they should really make more shows for older kids, like Sesame Street. And also, show, I feel like they really take a good, they, they really teach a good lessons to kids, and and even adults should. We should have shows like that for adults to really recognize those issues. So we should have Sesame Street for adults. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to introduce old people to new ideas. Uh, I like that idea. 
think that might yeah, work. Yeah, why seventy-year-old people? We need Sesame be straight more. The teachers with new ideas. They're like that. Yeah, it's about time they start changing. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, I have to get up. <laughs> yeah, I have to get up and watch my Sesame Street. <laughs> get educated. <laughs> so, this kind of it follows that other question. But what? How do you think that TV shows, in particular? Not necessarily only on TV, but there anything online as well, like Netflix and Hulu and whatnot. How do you think those affect or impact uh, our values as a society, like things that we care about? The first thing that I have to say for that question, mm-hmm. it's not all shows are like that. Some shows really teach you a lesson, like you might not see it. But it could teach you a lesson on how to react to all different kind of social reactions. Mm-hmm. But really, <laughs> Sesame Street is the one that really teaches you the lessons. That teaches you the lessons. It's pretty much the only show you need. You yes. might as well throw all the rest out and just keep watching Sesame Street <laughs> yes. forever. Yes. So I 100% agree. No, I, I I agree with you, too, that not all TV shows are trying to teach you a lesson, right? Some of them are just more like entertainment. Or maybe there is a lesson in shown in a very kind of subtle way, like a... I watch way. a lot of Family Guy. Oh. It doesn't show any lessons in that show. Not at all? <laughs> maybe bad ones. <laughs> bad lessons. So how do you think, for instance, do you think a show like Family Guy has a bad effect on kids? 100%. What kind of things do you think it, it encourages kids to do that's not so good? The goal in the world, just treating girls with no respect. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a bad one. Also, maybe there's some violence and things like that. And but the kid, you know why it's TV 14? Because you show a four-year-old Family Guy. They're going to start going out on the street and start actually doing that. But a show a 14-year-old, that show, that actually realize it's not acceptable to go out and do that, all that stuff. Oh, okay. So you're saying that at different ages, you have different kind of ideas of what it is right and wrong. That's why they're different, like they're, uh, that's why they're different ratings for different shows. Mm-hmm. The shows are rated R movie to a 4-year-old. They're going to interpret it differently than a 13-year-old, and they might use it in a bad way. Right. No, I completely agree with you. So, do you think that, well, what should we do with these shows that aren't so good? I mean, it seems like you enjoy Family Guy, even though you said, you know, it doesn't have uh, even half as many good messages as maybe (laughs) Sesame Street. (laughs) I mean, uh, so what should we do with shows like that? Should we still, they should still be out there, right? They should still be available. But people do realize that it's not acceptable to do in the real world. Right. Well, that's the question, too. Do you think just because something's on TV, that means someone's going to go out and actually do it? No. No? That's why we need more Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sesame Street, even for a 14-year-old, I think we should have Sesame Street for all different ages. Right. It really, I think there's one show in the air that's really teaching lessons, like all day. Those are the things you can go on the street and actually do, and people won't get offended. But all these other shows, it's like, I don't think it's so acceptable to have. Right. It is acceptable. It's good for entertainment. But Sesame Street should transfer to older kids, too. Like, <laughs> kids like my age. Even yeah. even the kids like Stan's, like people like Stan's age or Sean's age. 
should like have the option to watch Sesame Street because it's really beneficial. So you're telling me that I need to start <laughs> watching more <laughs> Sesame Street. Yes. Uh, but what if, what if I feel like I've a little bit outgrown that? I kind of too left, bad. I left my Sesame Street days <laughs> behind me. <laughs> too bad, Stan. Don't watch it yet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. No, but I, I. But for real though, this is a debate that has been going on for centuries, right? People arguing over what's appropriate for young people, especially kids, to be exposed to, right? So, for instance. <coughs> Even when I was a kid, there was a lot of debate about whether uh, rap music and video games made kids more violent, right? And because there was some acts of violence that were done by young people, and some people looked to blame video games and violent messages in songs for inspiring those actions. But then other people pushed back and said, well, you can't really blame the music or the art for the actions that that person went off and did. What do you think about that? I agree. So you think you can't blame the art at all? Can't blame the video games. You can't blame any of those stuff. So what can you blame then? Just the people who do the the bad things? Yeah. Because or they, they change it for different ages. Maybe certain ages can't, can't touch to the show. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, to get back into this Sesame Street, right? So, there were some other characters that they've been adding through the years to try and, you know, expand, especially young people's minds about, let's, let's say, characters or people that they might not come across or come in contact with uh, enough and need to have a good understanding of, right? So, what are some of those other characters that they had mentioned? Do you remember some? I think I, I have a couple, too, if you, if you forgot. Lily? Yeah, Lily. So what's Lily's story? She's homeless. That's pretty sad. She and has nothing, and she, we're teaching kids that homeless, some people out there don't have so much money. Mm-hmm. It's have to be respected to them. Of course. And then there's another... I think that comes out to a debate that's debate. appropriate to have her... In the show, what do the, what do the poor kids say if she they watch Lily? Maybe they'd be offended. Well, but also I think the main lesson that that something like that might try and teach is that basically, you know, if you're a kid, you don't have a lot of control over the circumstances that you just show up in when you're brought into this world, right? So, some people are brought up into really wealthy families. Some people grow up very poor and they don't have so much control over that it's not really their fault right they just got born into the situation agreed so it's trying to get you to get a bit more empathy right so what is do you remember empathy what that word kind of means putting your yourself in somebody else's shoes or right. somebody else's place yeah, to try and think about oh well what is it like for other people but I don't know how a four year old will like and process that. That's why Sesame, I really think Sesame Street should be really for older kids still. Mm. That older kids pro right. they see that and they they'll process it differently. Someone That's who's like a four year old student Sesame Street, it's like useless for it. 
I could see it made me to like for someone like a, like a 10 year old, 15 year old, or somebody like an adult will really, really see it and really process it in a different way than a four year old. Right. That's why I think Sesame Street, they should make like a, not the same Sesame they should make a different version with a different kind of thing. <laughs> right. But okay. you're, you're saying this all as if you can only get some kind of moral ideas from Sesame Street. I, I'm sure there's other places you could find these positive messages. It's like, do you think only Sesame Street is the only show in the whole world that has this power to... Probably not, but Sesame Street has the power. And how do we, <laughs> how do we force older people to watch Sesame Street? We can't, but like... You mean there needs to be more like shows with messages and morals for old older people to also watch. Agreed. All right. Well, what it, there are some shows that have done that as well. What shows? Well, one that comes immediately to mind maybe is like Modern Family, right? Especially in our time currently, they they kind of push the limits in terms of, you know. Uh, characters that hadn't really been exposed before on tele on mainstream television, but that's also that's not the only example. There's a lot of other examples, and there's also more focus now, I think, than before on trying to. Uh, Even another show, another kid show, Arthur had a gay wedding. Right. They're showing that how that's okay too. Right. So in some ways, that makes people realize that these things are becoming more normal. It's less of a shock. It's less of a crazy idea, right? It makes these ideas more something that people can uh, wrap their heads around and make connections to and accept in their real-world situations. A lot of people don't accept that transgender gay is okay and we should make more people accepted of that. Right. So maybe there's a couple other characters because it's not only, I think one thing that's interesting about the Sesame Street and the article that we were reading is that it's not only about, let's say, a person's identity always, but sometimes their situation, right? It's some of these characters that they've added, they really, it could be anybody in that situation, not just necessarily someone of a specific gender or race, right? So, yes. for, for instance, that character Julia, right? She has autism. Um, and so what do you think is the merit of kind of bringing in a new character like that onto the show? Trying to teach that. There's other kids mm -hmm. that have, have different problems and, we and have to be okay with it and support it. Well, not only, oh, they have problems. It's like, oh, we just have to deal with it. But that also people's minds work differently, right? And maybe, remember we were watching after this, we read this article, a little bit, uh, some videos about uh, people who are autistic savants, right? So they have autism, which does make it difficult in their day-to-day -day lives to relate with people and communicate and do a lot of different things. But savants have this really incredible ability to do things that most normal people could never even dream of doing. Like, for instance, that artist, Stephen Wiltshire, that we saw, he flew in a helicopter over New York City and then was able to produce the entire thing from memory 
on a canvas when he got back. Amazing. With the right number of floors and windows. It's really intricate, right? So it's amazing that someone like that could have the mind to do something like that, right? Agreed. So it shows not only are they a bit different, it's and it doesn't mean that difference is a bad thing, right? Sometimes doesn't someone... difference is a bad thing. Right. And then what about Alex? You remember what's his story? He has a his parent is in jail. Right. Oh yeah. So I mean there's a lot of people in America that have maybe their parents or someone they know in jail. It's very sad because uh, they their parents are in jail and they have to suffer for it. Right. But, but we can't we can't live in a society that even if you have your kids, kids here, you still you still have to get punished for that, and you still have to, you st- we still have to have that way. Right, but also maybe the point of that is is that even if someone, even if both of your parents went to jail, even if everyone you knew went to jail, that does that make you a bad person automatically? Even if no. you didn't do anything. No. Right. So it's kind of a bad situation to be in because maybe someone's gonna think, oh. This guy comes from a bad family, or maybe this guy is also a criminal, even though he didn't do anything, right? 100%. So, I think it's good that this this show tries to get you to challenge yourself a little bit, to, you know, question things and accept things as well. 100%. Was there some other things you wanted to bring up about Sesame Street, besides making 90-year-old people watch it and... Uh, <laughs> Um, I think think they should really keep the show for little kids and and over time they should add more and more new characters that resemble different issues in the world they're they're working on it probably while we speak (laughs) they're probably working on different characters and over time they're trying to release it to show kids and if you could make a character to show something for Sesame Street, if you got to bring in your own character, who would it be, and what would they, their story be? I'll make a character about religion, like a different kind, like maybe a, mu- like a Muslim, per- a Muslim, like a Muslim, uh, <laughs> like a priest, mm-hmm. a rabbi. It was out of the Muslim one. And what, what do you mean, what's the other one? There's the a lot of religions. The Muslim leader. Oh, like the Ayatollah? Yeah. Sorry, we might have to edit this part out because I, uh, I think I got the wrong name for it. But anyhow, we'll just yeah, keep like going. Yeah, I think they have like, different religion leaders. Yeah. For example, like, how people, different religion-wise, people are different. Right. People that should accept all that. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a very good point. What would your characters be named? Uh, Moshe. Moshe. Chris. How selfless of you. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Oh, uh, Ali. Ali. Yeah. Ellie. No, Ali. Ali. All right. Ali. Right, that's a nice name. <laughs> to represent those three people. Okay, that'd be cool. So, 
Is there any last thoughts you had on this before we? No. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining me with Stan. The mostly Thank Stan, you. mostly motion show. Uh, hopefully, you all can come back very soon. And we're tuning out for now. Goodbye, right. everybody. Bye-bye.